but I am joined by, you want to introduce yourself, Alexis? Sure. Hi, uh, my name is Alexis Cano. I, uh, well, I also, I work at the university, actually. I, I live in Kingsville, so I work at Texas A&M University, Kingsville. That's my full-time job. And I am also a recently published author. Uh, published, I wrote and published my book, The What If Diet Plan, and basically outlining uh, my own weight loss journey, I guess, story, weight gain, weight loss story, and how I eventually lost 50 pounds permanently uh, through intermittent fasting, but also through working on my mindset around food, my beliefs around food, culture. Culture is a big one, <laughs> especially down here, I think, in South Texas. Yeah, for sure. We'll, we're going to talk about all Awesome. So yeah, I'm joined by Alexis. And I'm excited to have you on today because I've been reading a lot about intermittent, intermittent that's one of those words I can't say, intermittent fasting. I call it like, IF. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, one of those long words. And then you don't say it that often. So yeah. Um, yeah, so I've been reading a lot about that lately. Um, and it seems to be a big trend that's happening. And I say trend not to like put it down. No, but, no, you know, that's it, fine. It yeah. seems to be a very popular weight loss, um, mm -hmm. you know, kind of diet right now. Yeah. Um, so what? Okay, so we. I understand you wrote the book. What made you start all this? Was it your weight loss journey and then the book idea after that, or so, was it vice versa? Uh, okay, a little bit. If if you read the book, I actually kind of discovered I have. I, uh, by accident, I call it IFing an error. Back in high school, I was 230 pounds, size 20. Um, and I mean, just, you know, had no clue about nutrition, anything like that. Well, one day I accidentally skipped breakfast. It's going to sound really simple, but this is basically what happened. I skipped breakfast and I kind of realized later, like, oh, I'm actually not that hungry. And then I kind of liked not having to worry about breakfast, not having to get to school early to get breakfast. So I kind of, I started doing that um, a little bit more. And then eventually I kind of realized, and so I guess my body at that time, again, being 230 pounds and being, I had a fatty liver, I was pre-diabetic. My body just kind of, I think took to it. Um, and I really went with my body's natural cues. But anyway, so I stopped doing that though, because back then in the nineties, <laughs> There was no such thing as intermittent fasting that was called starving yourself. And I, even though I didn't feel that way, you know, internally, it was kind of an outward mental struggle because I, 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 I kind of felt ashamed of it. Like what I'm doing is not good. So I, I go through all the diets that I tried to, so that I wouldn't be doing that. And, um, and I was successful on many, but at the expense of my mental health and my family, you know, once I got into my thirties. So finally in 2018, I kind of rediscovered IF, you know, now it's called intermittent fasting. There's a word for it. And like you said, it's actually kind of popular. So I'd rediscovered it and I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to go back there. I can't do that. That's not good for you. But the more I researched about it, the more I realized like, oh my gosh, this is actually a thing. And I kind of started thinking back to how I naturally like gravitated towards skipping, especially breakfast. I'm not a big, I love breakfast food, but I don't like getting up early. I'm a night owl. I am a big time night eater. So, um, you know, just kind of thought about it. And then, you know, I thought, well, what if like, you know what, what if this is legit? What if this is real? What if fasting really can help me, um, 
not just lose weight, but gain health. At that point, I was kind of done with losing weight. I was 200 pounds, but I was still pretty healthy. I was actually doing in, um, high intensity interval classes, like three times a week. Um, I was, you know, successful with my job, su- successful with my kids. Oh, I'm also a mother of three kids, by the way. I forgot to mention that. I was going to bring that up. I was going to bring yeah. that up. That's, important <laughs> that's a big, that's a big part of my life. And that's actually also a big part of why I did not want to bother trying to lose weight anymore. Like who cares if I'm 200 pounds, I'm healthy. My, my focus is my children. And again, I'm successful everywhere else, but basically just kind of started asking myself and, you know, you asked about how the book came about. It actually kind of came about through anger because when I discovered I had so much shame around, you know, skipping meals and, and I, and I was so obsessed with food. It's like, once I started the diet part of it and trying to eat healthy and doing what we're supposed to be doing, that's actually when I became obsessed with food. That's when I became obsessed with exercise. Had I just stuck with this in the first place, I probably wouldn't have had to go through all that. You know, it's just, it's just funny. So yeah, I, I basically was just angry and I started writing for myself personally about my story, about my struggles, about everything, about my obsession with food, my obsession with my weight, which is just funny because again, back then when I was overweight, I wasn't obsessed with my weight. It's like the more weight I lost, the, the more obsessed I became. So that's where the book came from. And then, uh, you know, people started asking me questions and down here in South Texas, I, it's a lot more um, acceptable now, but back in 2018, it was still a little taboo. So when I mentioned to people that I was trying intermittent fasting, I mean, you know, the looks I got or the comments, um, oh, I could never do that. I could never starve myself. I could never. And it's like, well, no, you don't. It, it's, you know, if you think about it, we're intermittent fasting every day. We all are. Unless you have a continuous stream of food going into your body every single minute of the day, you're, you are not, you know, you are intermittent fasting. When we sleep at night, we're intermittent fasting. And there's just so many myths around you know, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. It revs up your metabolism. Yes, in a sense, it is the most important meal of the day, but you don't have to eat it upon waking. You know, you can, your breakfast is anytime you're breaking your fast. So again, there's just so many different things, so many different myths, um, so many different beliefs that we have about food that we don't really think, you know, to, to, to challenge, to question. So I started kind of telling people my story, telling people, what I did to lose weight. And the thing is when I started this, it really wasn't to lose weight. It was more about my health, but the weight loss came as a side effect. Um, I actually didn't weigh myself for the first couple of months. And then when I finally did weigh myself, I had lost 30 pounds in four months, but I didn't do it. You know, I, I actually stopped my high intensity interval classes. I don't exercise, I don't work out other than walking. I probably get maybe 5,000 steps a day. Um, and keeping active around the house, my kids, you know, as anyone with children know, they keep me pretty active. So that's another thing I kind of struggled with mentally when I was overweight. How can I be overweight if I'm so tired? You know, it's like, you just feel like you're constantly going and I wasn't eating that much. I wasn't, I, I ate moderately healthy. There's just so much that goes into it. So sorry, I could go on about this all day, but that's basically where the book came from. And I just hope that by sharing my personal story and some of the beliefs that I challenged, I can help other people as well. Yeah, I'd love that. I love it's just like it shows like your passion shows through it. And um, <laughs> yeah, and I think a lot of it has to do, like you said, like culturally, like I mean, one of my coworkers were talking about this the other day, like uh, we are, I, I don't know if you're Hispanic. I, I don't want to assume yeah. just by your last name. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I am. I'm uh, born and raised in Edinburgh, Texas. <laughs> yeah, so 
I know a lot of times Hispanic moms, um, at least growing up in my experience, mm-hmm. they cook for an army. They cook yes. like if everybody's coming over yes. and then they tell you, you can't leave the table until you're done eating your plate. Oh yeah. Which is the absolute, we learn now yeah. as an adult, that's the absolute worst thing that you can tell someone. Exactly. Which like my nephew now, when he tells me, you know, you know, he calls me Gigi. Mm-hmm. And he'll say, I'm, my tummy's full. I'm like, okay, stop eating then. Yeah. yeah it's stop hard eating. So. And I'm guilty of that too. So in, in the book, I talk about my, my grandmother. She lived with us growing up. So she cooked for us breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And she would make her desserts. And, you know, God forbid you don't eat them. I don't want to hurt my, you know, uh, my grandmother's feelings. And, um, but you know, even, even now, like I have to catch myself if I make dinner and my kids don't eat it, I am, I'm, I'm pissed. <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> not it's even like, hurt. Uh, I'm just pissed. <laughs> and then it's like, um, you know, like I said, it's like the over portions and yes, like mm-hmm. me as an adult, that's what I struggle with is over portions. And what I, what I'll do is I don't have a problem eating all day. It's not like, uh, cause I am overweight. I don't eat a lot all day my thing i don't snack i don't drink sodas i don't i don't do any of that my weight gain comes from i won't eat all day until i'm starving and then i order food for a whole family and i just like i binge eat and that's my that's my issue yeah and i so i i i want to ask you like would you say there's a fine line between do what I, i just explained and then if because Definitely. I feel like if you're not going to eat for a certain amount of time, that would lead to someone like me to binge. So oh, yeah. what would you say? Like that's my so, line. Yeah. I, I, well, I don't know if it's a fine line, but there's definitely, I know, cause I actually did try IF back in 2010, I believe when it first, first came out, it, there was eat, stop, eat, where you don't eat for a whole day and then you eat the next day, something like that. And then there was like another one where the 16, eight, that was you know, that's the most popular one. You fast for 16 hours, you eat for eight, you eat, I guess, an eight hour window that you can eat from. And I failed miserably. I did the exact same thing. And so what I discovered was, and what I talk about in the book, I I basically go through three processes, three phases where you ease yourself into it. People, the thing is when we lose weight, we're always so focused on losing weight. Like you just want to, you just want to see the number on the scale go down. And that's just the worst, absolute worst thing that I, I think we can do. I always say the, first of all, I say, start with a 12 hour eating window and, um, you know, don't feel like you have to just jump straight into a 16, eight, start where you are. So if you're used to eating breakfast at eight, eight in the morning, then, um, you know, push your breakfast back to nine or 10. That's, that's what I did. I started with a 12 hour eating slash fasting window. And I did that for about a month. And then after that, then maybe an hour at a time, like an hour a week, I would push back my eating window or bring it in. You know, I, I, I tested it out. I found out what worked for me. It was, it was a a lot of, it was a lot more mental than physical. And I think that's the other thing is a lot of people, you know, we focus so much on calories and food and, and, and all the physical parts of it. We don't realize a lot of it is mental. Um, so my, as far as, you know, the binging, even that, that's definitely something I've been through. What I was doing, even, even after I'd lost some weight on intermittent fasting, I wouldn't necessarily binge during the week, but on Friday, 
Oh man. And that, and that, the like, cheat day, right? Yeah. Like everyone says, Oh, I'm gonna yeah. have a cheat day. It, it wasn't well and you know, I didn't even call it a cheat day because that to me that's very negative. But what I did is I was super into um, what is it called? The handmaid's tale. So Fridays were my nights to order a medium pizza with Alfredo, extra Alfredo sauce, sausage, and spinach. That was like my thing. And I would just sit in bed and eat my whole medium pizza. And the way I justified it was, well, I've already lost, like I'm still losing weight or I'm still not, uh, probably not losing at that point, but I would just kind of justify it, you know? So I would just eat. And then of course I'd feel horrible afterwards, but I just basically, um, I started making small habits. One, I think you just have to be cognizant. That's like the first part. So if you're in the middle of a binge, and, and, and this is my experience, if you're in the middle of a binge, one, just just acknowledging, you know what, I'm, I'm not hungry, not physically hungry. I'm eating this probably emotionally. There's nothing wrong with that. And I, I think that's the other thing too. It's not good or bad. It just is. This is what we've learned. And the more you practice something, the more you're going to do it. So, you know, that's the first thing is just being cognizant and realizing, you know, that I can stop whenever I want and kind of just starting from there. And then, and then I started doing little things that again, made me more cognizant. Some people like to eat um, at the, at the, at the table, not in front of the TV. I can't do that. <laughs> I work Man. it. I work all day. Right. It's I work all day. I want to eat in front of the TV. Darn it. <laughs> I literally will like let my food get a little cold just so I can find something good to watch before yeah. I just start eating. Oh yeah. Same. Right. And then you're like, darn it. <laughs> I do the same thing. Um, so what I started doing is just, again, just little habits and all of this, I kind of talked about it in the book, but just, again, I would ask myself, what if, um, what if I don't have to finish this whole pizza? What if I can eat half a pizza? What if I can stop at half a pizza and then finish, you know, more of it if I want it? it I mean, really just, it, it sounds so basic, but that's really where it is. That's, that's, that's how I started. And that's, that's what kind of got me through that. And then eventually, you know, uh, just maybe what if I left two uh, bites of food on my plate? What if I left half a plate? Oh, and then throwing away food. That's another big one that I had to get over. You know, what if, what if throwing food away is not wasting it? What if overeating is actually wasting it? And, you know, there's just so many different things, but I think it just, again, it depends on where you are in the process, what your goals are. That's the other thing, you know, um, I talk about it. I, I, I had to question, why do I even want to lose weight? And that's where I, at some point I just figured, I realized like, you know what, weight's not even important to me at this point. My health is. And so again, that's, you know, the weight loss kind of came as, as a side effect. So, um, you know, I definitely think if, if, if you're in that if you're in that kind of uh, starvation binge cycle, again, one, be aware of it. Two, do you want to change it? And why do you want to change it? That's the other big thing I've learned is your why is really, you know, a powerful reason. If it's for health reasons, okay, well, why? What, why do you want to be healthy? Do you want to be healthy for yourself, for your family? You know, I, I question everything, <laughs> maybe to a fault, but I think that's something a lot of people are not willing to do. And when I talk to people, um, I've had friends and, and, you know, uh, reach out to me and they'll be, they'll be like, oh my gosh, now I'm asking myself, what if for everything, what if I can take a five minute walk today? What if this is enough? What if, uh, what if I have had enough, you know, just, just little questions, really it, it, 
And, and the thing is asking good what if questions, it opens yourself up to the possibilities rather than closing yourself down or shutting yourself down. You know, so I think that's, it's just, a, it, it's a, it's a whole process and, and having grace, you know, have having compassion for yourself, I think is another big one, but there's just a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Awesome. I love that. And just so everyone knows it is on Amazon. Um, you can actually get it in, if you are like a reader, like I am, mm -hmm. and you are part of Kindle Unlimited, um, you can actually get it on Kindle Unlimited and, um, or it's also listed. I think it's listed if I'm like $4 and 16 mm -hmm. cents. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, and then I have a credit, so it's actually a little bit cheaper for me. So <laughs> I'll be downloading that in just a second. Um, so I want to talk about now your, I assume, did you self-publish this or? Yes. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So what, how did that process work for you? Because I, oh. I published three books myself and it yeah, was, uh, it was uh, a process, you know? Yes, that was something I wasn't prepared for. I thought writing <laughs> was the hard part no <laughs> not wow um yeah that was uh that was a learning experience I will tell you what so you write the book and then you realize oh I got to find an editor and then you find the editor oh I got to find a proofreader and then you find the proofreader and then the cover designer and there's just so much that goes into it and man and a lot of expense too I think even you know publishing the self-publishing a book can be free but um, I really, you know, when I wrote my book and I decided to, to release it, to publish it, I really wanted to help people. Um, I'm not trying to make money off of it. I honestly, I probably won't even make back what I spent, but I don't care. Like, I really feel like it can help people. And so that's where I wanted a professional cover. I wanted something that kind of reflects me. So I, I love my cover. I love the colors. The, I love, 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 love <laughs> the, the colors. Teal and, yeah. And then my little food icons. I just, I, it's, it, that's my jam. It kind of, um, I don't know if you ever saw Good Eats. This is showing my age. Uh, Alton Brown on, on um, Food Network. No. Okay. No. It was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's kind of where that, um, the inspiration came from, I guess. So um yeah, the publishing process is just, and it doesn't end, man. Even once you publish your book and you get it out doesn't there, you're you like, oh, you no, you got to like, market it. Yeah, what do I? <laughs> and market no. yourself and you have yes. to. And that's, and that's really scary for me. I'm not, this I feel very comfortable with because I feel it's, I know it's going to be broadcast to people, but um, I'm, I'm a very personable person. I'm an introvert by heart. So I love, Same. yeah. But as far as like, buy my book. No, that, that just feels so icky to me. Um, but when I think about, you know, I, I've been in that struggle where you just feel hopeless and you, you just, you just kind of give up on things. And I know weight, like, again, back in, if you read it back, back in 2017, I was done losing weight. Like weight was not important to me, but there's always a little something, you know, there's always those little things that just, again, it's kind of like that. What if, well, what if I could lose a few pounds? What if I could get back to my college size? What if I had more energy? What if I, you know, there's always going to be that little something. Um, so, you know, again, if I, if my story can help other women and even just reading, I, I, a lot of the comments I get, if you read the Amazon reviews, there's so many women, one, it's from a Hispanic perspective. And I think that's something that we definitely don't have enough of, especially 
probably especially in weight loss kind of books, you know? Um, so that's one of the biggest comments I get. It's so nice to hear from a Hispanic female perspective. And then two, just being able to relate to the struggle. The struggle is real. And you know, I'm one of those people, I don't like to make excuses, but I'm sorry, man, when you have a life to live, when you have a family to take care of and bills to pay, who gives a crap about what you're eating and what, you know, it just, it, it, it's, it's on the back burner. And that's where I've finally discovered that, you know, for me and for other people, I've had a lot, I've had friends um, lose weight on IF successfully. One of my friends recently lost 70 plus pounds. And we were realizing that in the end, IF, it's, it's just convenient. You, you eventually learn to, and everyone's different, of course, everyone's different. But for me, I, I mean, there are days that I can go 24 hours without eating and that's comfortable for me. So it's just very convenient, you know? So it's really about adapting it to your personal lifestyle and making it fit what works for you. And again, being patient with the process, you know, I, I, I didn't lose 50 pounds overnight. I lost it over two years. And I really feel like I lost it because I wasn't focusing on the scale. I was focusing on all the other benefits I was getting. I was focusing on enjoying the process and what can I do to enjoy the process more? What can I do to make a little change here and a little change there? And why am I making the change? Again, going back to the why, it, it, I think it's really important. And to me, the mental, the mental aspect of losing weight is, is just as important as the physical aspect. So. Yeah. Uh, definitely. And so is there anything else that you have in the works as far as books or writing or um, do you have any ideas that, you, that yeah, you're kind of toying around so with? <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, I am starting a podcast. Um, I actually just Yay. released, first, I wouldn't even call it an episode, I guess the trailer <laughs> last night. And the reason I was really hesitant about it because I don't feel like I have uh, the skill for that. But again, I get I get so many questions and, um, and I love I love messaging people, but at the same time, I'm like, man, I'm getting this question a lot. So um, I have all these ideas and all these things I want to share. So I am starting a podcast. It is available on um, Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, Anchor, um, all the major podcast platforms. I don't know. I think there's like eight or nine. <laughs> and uh, I'll be sharing all of my tools and tips. You do not have to have read the book to hear it and to learn from it. So please don't feel um, like that's a necessity. Just join me, connect with me. To me, this is all about connect connection. That that that's one of the biggest reasons that I put this out there. Um, and I also hope, possibly in the future, maybe in a few months, maybe putting up like a, a more um, in depth, maybe like a course, an online course, something again, something to connect more with people who are in the process and just want a little bit more guidance. So we'll awesome. see. How and that the works. podcast is it called the What If Diet Plan? Okay, because I just looked it up and I just want to make sure. Okay, no problem. Awesome. Subscribe to that now. <laughs> yeah, it's on Apple Podcasts. It's very easy to find. So awesome. That's awesome. I love podcasters. It's my thing. Well, um, you make it seem really easy. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Like I've, an hour to record a 10 minute episode. <laughs> thank you. I used to be like that. And I used to be like so. I don't know, like if I stumbled on my words, I would be like, oh my God, I have to edit that out. Or yeah. um, like, I really don't care. Like, because I'm, when you- I'm trying to get there. Like when you talk to people in, pub in public, they're not like, if they mispronounce something, they're not like delete. 
They're like, you know what I mean? It's I just know. so I've just learned over the years. I think so. Yeah. Um, okay. So just before we wrap up, what would you say? Just a couple of tips for someone who wants to try to start IF. Like, what would a couple of tips be? And then maybe a couple of tips for someone who wants to self-publish. Oh, okay. So just like a couple so of starting, feet, Yeah, for starting IF, my first tip, and I know people, again, they want these quick results, but start slow, start where you are, please do not feel like you have to go straight into that 16-8 window or a 24-hour fast, anything like that. You can start, I, I recommend starting with a 12-hour when uh, fasting eating window, that seems very doable. A lot of people reach out to me and say, I'm already doing that. If you are already doing that, maybe push your, your window in, um, start your breakfast a little later or bring your dinner in. Again, everybody's a little different. I personally, I'm a nighttime eater. I don't eat dinner until, or I don't eat, start eating until about seven o'clock at night. When I started, I pushed my breakfast back to nine o'clock then eventually to 10 and just allow yourself some time. And my other big tip for it, do not weigh yourself. <laughs> mm -hmm. That is the biggest self-sabotage thing you will ever do. I, I even say don't count calories. Don't count calories. Don't count carbs. Don't even try. Just focus on your window. If you're eating within that 12-hour window, you're already getting some good benefits from fasting. So focus on the benefits of fasting rather than trying to focus on everything else. And I promise you, you will eventually get there. So that's my tip for that. Man, tips on self-publishing. Oh, my you know what? My biggest tip, you can do it. If you, I, I really do believe that we all have a story and that our story can help somebody. And, and I always said in this whole thing, if my story can only, it can help even just one person feel that they're not alone or feel like there's hope or, or, you know, successfully lose the mental or physical weight, then this will all be worth it. It is out there. There's so many resources, so much help. Facebook groups are a huge help. Um, there's always somebody willing to help. Even I'm willing to help if you have any questions. Uh, that's just my biggest tip. I mean, just do it. Just get that book written, whatever you're doing, your book, your poetry, your art, anything, get it written, get it done and put it out there. And there will always be somebody there to help you with it. Awesome. I love that. So um, everyone, if you want to follow her what is your instagram handle you want to share that with everyone sure it's the what if diet plan all one word and, and uh, then her website is also the what if diet plan.com mm -hmm. so very good oh, marketing i do want to oh, thank you i do want to say on the on my website there is a free worksheet to download i call it the what if mind shift and it's basically uh, the it's the written method that i used throughout the process to um, ask myself the good what if questions and to come up with some actionable, you know, small goals to reach my ultimate big goals. And I actually still use it to this day. I actually just did one yesterday on how to create, you know, my goal is I want to create a, an effective podcast, did all my what if questions, uh, created an action plan for myself, and I put my why and my why was to help people. So um, please that. download that. It's free. It's free. I don't need your email address. Just go and download it. <laughs> Awesome. So you heard it here first, guys. Um, well, thank you so much for being on. I'm so excited to have met you and heard your story. And I think a lot of people will relate to this. I think, like you said, um, coming from a Hispanic person and then a Hispanic woman is a, a big thing because you don't really hear that today. 
So I really enjoy your perspective. Um, but thank you again, Alexis, for being on. Everyone, you have been listening to the local influencers. And until next time, I'll talk to you later.